and welcome back to Onyx Test Bench. I am Christian Ratcliffe, and I'm joined once again by Jennifer Upton. Jen, how are you today? I'm well. Thanks for having me today. It is absolutely my pleasure. So last week, we talked a bit about streaming video services. Mm-hmm. You've got your Netflixes and your Hulus and all of those good times things. And mm-hmm. I thought this week we would talk about streaming music services. I love that. I learned so much last week that I'm looking forward to seeing what we have to talk about today. I thought it was a lot of fun. And there are, according to all of the streaming music services, about 30 million songs. 30 million songs. Available to just stream and and do whatever you want with. I should have probably done the math on that and figured out how much time that would be in music, like how long it would take for you to to do that. And so I may may come back at the end of the episode once I figured that out Mm -hmm. and stick that in. That would be interesting. Um, yeah, 30 million songs. Um, My goodness. I can't imagine the number of playlists that you could come up with and all that kind of stuff with wow. all of that. And it's funny how even though I have access to a few of these services, mm-hmm. I do tend to listen to the same songs over and over. I heard some, maybe it was an article that I read, that was saying that by the time you turn 25, you no longer are interested in learning new music. Mm-hmm. That you begin listening to the same music that you grew up with. Right. Well, it's kids these days. And the music they're listening <laughs> kids <to>. these days. <laughs> so, That's right. All right. So let's jump right in. Jen, if I was to ask you, what do you think the biggest music streaming service in the world is as mm-hmm. far as number of users? Mm-hmm. What would you say? I would think that that's a very tough thing. My initial thought would be maybe Apple Music because mm-hmm. Steve Jobs created Apple and you know, it's had the longest mileage as far as an app goes, but I'm not sure. What is it? So surprisingly to me, mm-hmm. it is YouTube. YouTube? More people use YouTube to listen to music wow. than any other service. And I think that is probably because you can find just about anything on there. Yes. And it's free. Yes. And if you kind of know what you're doing, you can make playlists and all that kind of stuff. On YouTube? On YouTube. I had yeah. no idea. It is it's kind of difficult to navigate compared to a lot of the other services that are purpose-built for music. Okay. But uh, before I started using Spotify and, and Apple Music, mm-hmm. after I read this, I realized, yeah, if I wanted to hear a song, like I was showing somebody something or whatever, and I just needed to look up a song real quick, I always went to YouTube. How fascinating. And I'm guessing that if you Google a song, YouTube, I'm sure, is the top hit. Yeah, it's, it's definitely going to be on the first page. How does YouTube handle the quality? So there are different quality settings kind of across Mm -hmm. the board. There are different services that YouTube kind of goes to for different things or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so it can be hit or miss on quality. It's not like you're going to be like, oh, so I know with YouTube, I'm always going to get CD quality music. Like you can if you have a premium subscription to Spotify or something like that. But it's always there. And in kind of this MP3 Mm -hmm. iPod generation that you know that we're living in technology wise um people tend to value convenience mm-hmm. over quality most definitely which as far as the the artists and, and all that stuff is concerned is a bit of a shame mm-hmm. but with some of the other premium services out there you can get that quality and convenience together um but it does come at a little bit of a price at a little bit of price and i think now or at least today it seems like the quality standard is beginning to arise when mm-hmm. it comes to convenience. And hopefully one day it'll balance out and we can have both. Absolutely. So one of the things about listening to music on YouTube is mm-hmm. you have to have the app open and like your phone on and mm-hmm. the video playing. 
Okay. Because really it's YouTube is a video app and Mm -hmm. this is just the audio going with the video. But they do have a premium service called YouTube Red. YouTube Red. Uh, Red, yeah, where you can go through and make your playlists and stuff and you can listen to the audio when your phone is switched, is is like closed, is locked. Really? Yeah. Now that's interesting. They know how their service is being used uh-huh. and uh, you know, they're just trying to make it more user friendly and kind of give that premium deal where people are going to pay for it. I don't um, have to look at that. That's there really are, interesting. There are other benefits to YouTube red, but as far as I'm concerned in music related stuff, that's the big one. Hmm. So most likely if you're looking for an artist that maybe is rare or difficult to find elsewhere, you think you could probably find it on YouTube. YouTube, yeah, they're pretty good about it because yeah. even if people are just self-producing, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times you end up on YouTube. Fascinating. I'll check it out. YouTube yeah. Red. It's pretty good. So the next one that I thought we should talk about, and as far as like premium subscription music services, these guys have been around the longest. Mm-hmm. And I know that is one that you use yes. pretty extensively. So I thought that I would just kind of turn this whole bit over to you. <laughs> Spotify. Spotify. It's such a great app. I started using Spotify when I was training for a half marathon. And previous to that, I had been using iTunes. And what I liked about Spotify is that it felt like the playlists were easier to create Mm -hmm. for me. You know, you can search for any song. And typically, it's the artist that you're looking for. Whereas on iTunes, it seemed like I would search for a song and I would get many different artists Mm -hmm. that sang that particular song. So I like that Spotify narrows in on the artist that you're looking for. But also what I use a lot is the Spotify feature within the app, which is for running specifically. And they have one for workout and, you know, hip hop classes. But I really like the running app because it will match the pace of your run to the beat of the song, Hmm. which is so important. And you know this more than anybody that I know, how important that is when you're running. So in addition to the playlist that you're creating, it has their own music that they've put together and kind of curated into a, a way where it matches your pace. It is so cool. I love it. Yeah. And it's a super nice feature. How do you feel the artists that are on Spotify? Have you gone looking for something that hasn't been there? You know, there have been a few artists, but they've been really new artists that Mm -hmm. haven't released their music. I think Adele was a little bit tricky for a little while, Mm -hmm. and maybe Taylor Swift, I think. I think she's still not on Spotify. Yeah, so some artists, it's interesting that some artists are choosing to not put their music on an app that is widely becoming the most convenient Mm -hmm. way to get to music. So... I don't know. I guess that's just by choice or maybe it's a financial thing with their music that they're trying to protect. But for the most part, I can find any artist that I'm really looking for. Right. I haven't had a difficult time. The other thing that Spotify has um, is a really interesting thing. It's weekly and it's called Discover Weekly, Mm -hmm. where it's um, a playlist that Spotify has curated of new music. It's artists that I think it's kind of like Pandora where Spotify can tell these are typically the artists that you gravitate towards, but this is all new music that you don't have in a current playlist. It's called Discover Weekly, and they just run through different songs and different artists that maybe you wouldn't ordinarily listen to. Mm. I have a good friend of mine that kind of makes an evening out of it, and he's a music enthusiast, and he uses Discover Weekly as like his Sunday night plan. Right. 
It's yes. really interesting that they're putting it out there and making it convenient to learn new music. Right. No, that's great. Finding new music, like what we were talking about earlier, how after you kind of get to a certain age, a lot of times you listen to the same songs yeah. over and over. And just that there's a ton of music. A ton of music going on all right the time. now. And, you know, some of it's great. And some yeah. of the stuff that you would really like if you were just exposed to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Discover Weekly really is a fantastic service. Yeah, I think it's really fascinating. You know, when we were growing up, it was the radio. Mm-hmm. That's what we listened to. So if it was mainstream and put on the radio, then those are the artists that we like. Right. But now that you have so many digital ways to get your music available to people, you know, I try not to limit myself to just the music that I've known my whole life. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Discover Weekly is just a really nice way to to listen to music you wouldn't ordinarily gravitate towards. Right. Something that Apple released mm-hmm. recently, because you know when Apple originally started doing music, it was through the iTunes store mm-hmm. and you bought music. Yeah, you bought music or ripped it from a CD. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, 99 cents a song mm-hmm. or whatever, and, and you've got this music. Well, they're still doing that, but I know they are definitely steering everybody toward this subscription-based mm-hmm. thing, which is Apple Music, and it's $10 a month or whatever. And they have approximately the same number of songs okay. as Spotify, the 30 million songs. They do have a lot of the artists that Spotify doesn't. Mm. Um, I don't know if that's because they already had agreements of, of sorts mm-hmm. because of their previous, you know, pay-as-you-go yeah, stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm guessing that's why, because I know Taylor Swift is on there and like Garth Brooks and some of the people who just aren't on Spotify. The thing that is nice about Apple Music is it integrates super seamlessly right into your iTunes library. Oh, interesting. So the music that you already have on your phone uh-huh. or in your on your computer or whatever, it just kind of shows up in the same place okay. as the Apple Music. And and there are just different buttons inside the app for, oh, I'm discovering the music here, or there's radio here, or there's my library here, hmm. and my playlist, and your playlist through Apple Music, and your playlist through your iTunes mm-hmm. stuff. They're just all in there together. Huh. And so it, well, that's nice. it really is pretty nice. I have found myself using their radio mm-hmm. feature quite a bit. And before that, I was seriously stuck on the same music yeah. that I've been listening to for quite a that's while. so easy to do. Yeah. I mean, it's sad because I think my kids are just totally locked in that the best music came out in the late 90s. <laughs> And I mean, that's all they've ever heard. <laughs> they're like, oh, this song's great. Oh, anyway. Um, so I've been able to find a ton of new music mm-hmm. with this radio feature, which just kind of has different genres and, and you can kind of favorite things mm. in it or whatever. And just music that I had never heard before huh. or music that were from artists that I liked mm-hmm. that were just, it was just newer than anything I'd been exposed to because mm. I stopped listening to commercial radio mm-hmm. probably 2002 2003 yeah that's probably about right yeah i just yeah. i could not imagine today putting up with 10 minutes of commercials per no, hour no. and they're terrible commercials of car dealerships yeah. yelling at you or and they're always so loud yeah i don't know what the deal is but just in if you own a car dealership i apologize <laughs> um but it's just the ads and the way that they're on the commercial radio. Yeah. It made me insane. It's similar to, you know, when we talked about video, streaming video in our last podcast, and it, to me, it's similar to watching local TV. Mm -hmm. When I watch local TV, it reminds me of how 
local radio is too. Mm -hmm. And now that I've switched over to a more digital way of watching video, whether it's Netflix or Apple TV, you know, it's without commercials and you forget how abrasive commercials can be. And so once you get rid of it in video, you think, oh my goodness, why am I listening to radio anymore when I can stream the exact media that I've been looking for? And I find that I listen to music most of the time in the car. Mm -hmm. And so... You know, most vehicles now you can stream it through anyway. So I just don't listen to radio very often. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. And you're getting higher quality? Higher quality. I can control it. Yeah. Exactly what you want to hear. Exactly what I want to hear. So much better. It is. So uh, another thing on Apple Music is they have their curated playlists that they come out with periodically, just Mm -hmm. kind of a new thing. And a lot of people who are way cooler than me Mm -hmm. and like way more into music Mm -hmm. and and all that kind of stuff, I read reviews of those playlists by those nerdy music people. Uh (laughs) And they are blown away at the level of just like just the the tracks that they find. You know, they're just so amazing and like perfectly go together and all this stuff. And so... Uh, um, Apple's got it figured out. Yeah, and I listen to some of those playlists Mm -hmm. and they're fantastic. The alternative radio station on Mm -hmm. there, I clicked it thinking, oh, this is going to be the music that I'm accustomed to listening to. Yeah. And it was none of that. (gasps) It was just a bunch of other stuff. But you enjoyed it. That has been fantastic. (gasps) How interesting. My playlists have grown a ton yeah. because I'm listening to a song. I'm like, oh my goodness, this song is amazing. And I take a, a screenshot of my lock screen. Yeah. And so I can go back later and put it into playlists and, and do whatever I want. That's great. And uh, it's just been so much great new music lately yeah. that I never would have heard. And huh. now my kids are also familiar with current music yes. um, and stuff. So hopefully they'll grow up and not just be like, Dad's listening to old music. Yeah, Nirvana, whatever is out there. So. Interesting. Yeah. I think that that is a, a big deal where you and I are kind of surrounded by some younger people that work at Onyx. Mm-hmm. And so we fortunately get to see and hear some of the new things that I don't know that I would pick up if I weren't around people that were listening to different things. So I think if you're listening to this podcast, I, we really encourage you to look at these different options because it's really the way you can find new things that you really might enjoy and Absolutely. get out of your comfort zone a little bit. I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. As we get older, that is so important. Yeah, just kind of staying connected, mm-hmm. you know, to the whippersnappers. The whippersnappers? Yeah, that's, a joke. that's right. I'm not 100. Um, <laughs> so the next service I want to talk about, and this was my go to, mm-hmm. and this was Onyx's go to. Huge. Really, yeah. for a super long time, and mm-hmm. really. It still is when it comes to just having music playing. Yeah. It's Um, great for our client base. Yeah. So if you're going to be out by the pool Mm -hmm. and you're going to be out there and people are going to be around and it's going to be two, three, four hours, Mm -hmm. that's a long playlist. Yeah, absolutely. That's a ton of songs you've got in that playlist. Or you start some kind of a radio station Mm -hmm. that's just going to kind of take care of it for you. And that is Pandora. Pandora. Yeah, Pandora, you go through and you create radio stations for yourself Mm -hmm. based on artists, and it will play artists similar to that artist and also that artist. So, like, the Pandora station I've probably listened to the most was just my Coldplay. Mm -hmm. Love Coldplay. Yeah, Yeah. that. And it just, every song that came on was like, oh, this is a great song. Yes. The next song, oh, this is a great song. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, and if a song came on that you're like, hey, Pandora... What are you thinking? Because this is garbage. <laughs> you just thumbs down it. Yeah. It never plays and it again. And it never plays it again. And it learns 
oh, he doesn't like music like that. Yeah. And so it kind of changes its algorithm mm-hmm. and will take music like that one out of the, of, of, the, of the radio station as it goes along. Or if there's some song that you really, really like, mm-hmm. you thumbs up it. And it'll kind of tweak it. It'll kind of lean in that, that direction. Much more. Yeah. And I found myself, I kept thumbs upping Jack Johnson mm-hmm. songs as they came on. And before I knew it, the only thing that came on was Jack Johnson and stuff like that. And so I had to kind of go through and tweak that out. And now yeah. I have a Jack Johnson playlist and I have a Coldplay. And not ah. playlist, but a radio station and a Coldplay radio station and, okay. a, and a 90s alternative and, and whatever. And hours. Yeah. Hours and hours. Like it can be playing in the background here at Onyx for a 10 hour day. Yeah. And it's just kind of great music all day. Yeah. With zero intervention on my part. Yeah. And zero commercials. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that set it and forget it. Absolutely. Idea that I think is really handy both in the house if you're entertaining, especially during the holidays. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to take the time to curate a playlist mm-hmm. like you would in Spotify or maybe Apple Music, this is just a way to pick a couple of artists that you like and then it just continuously plays. Mm-hmm. So the homes that we're working in that we're integrating music into their system, Pandora just works so beautifully because mm-hmm. we can pick a handful of artists that the client really likes and it's an easy way to get to music mm-hmm. and you don't have to... You don't have to bother with anything. Yeah, it is just, it's super low investment in time and energy. Absolutely. To have just a ton of great music playing. Yeah. That's music that you want to listen to. That, that you want to like. listen to. And like around the holidays, you don't just put in like a Christmas station. You can put in a classic Christmas station. Yeah. You can put a country Christmas station. You can put a classical Christmas. Mm-hmm. You can put a... An artist. A, yeah, a Christmas. specific artist. Yeah. Like if you like... I don't know who makes country music. Like I mean, Celine Dion Christmas. Celine, that's a perfect Sinatra example. Sinatra Christmas. Yeah, and it will all be holiday-themed music with yeah. that style of artists. And uh, it just does a really fantastic job. You know, it wouldn't be Christmas without Mariah Carey. Mm, you know, around our house, it is the Sarah McLaughlin. Sarah McLaughlin, yeah. Uh, that's a good one. Christmas album. That's yeah, a good one. That thing, if you could wear out a CD, <laughs> it might be worn that's out. That's the one. <laughs> I finally got uh, my wife to stop playing the Jewel Christmas Whoa, album. That's serious. Um, because it was driving me bananas. But, you know, her and my daughter, you know, uh-huh. they like it. And so they listen to it when me and the, <laughs> when and the, the boys, boys are, are out, out of town. Christmas shopping for them, I guess. <laughs> so, yeah, Pandora, they kind of call it like lean back. Mm-hmm streaming because That's smart. yeah you, you go click oh here's my favorite artist station created play and you're yeah. done it's so easy and they just it they've just made it so convenient right whether yeah. on the computer or on the app on your phone it's very very easy right the only real drawback if you want to hear a specific song mm, yeah good luck that option's not available yeah no it's not going to happen with pandora no. it's just not that kind of service it's not that kind of service but if you want convenience and ease of use the um user navigator is really nice too Absolutely. i think they've done a great job for the user mm-hmm. i think it's a good option yeah iphone app mm-hmm. is great if you use sonos mm-hmm. we've talked about sonos quite a bit on this yeah. podcast their integration with sonos is fantastic beautiful um, yeah. everything with pandora works really well mm-hmm. and their premium service i think it's five dollars a month yeah it's very very affordable yeah. get rid of all the commercials no commercials if you do go with their free service mm-hmm. You hear a couple of ads an hour. Yeah, but not too many, surprisingly. It's really not that bad. So I thought that we should kind of wrap up by talking about some of the other kind of lesser known, Mm -hmm. maybe catered to more niche, you know, music fans. There is a service out there called Tidal. 
tidal, like a tidal wave? Yeah, like a tidal wave. Okay. Um, it hasn't been around that long. Their catalog isn't as big mm. as like an Apple Music or a Spotify, but it is lossless. Okay, now explain a little bit about lossless. Okay, so whenever a recording artist is in the studio mm-hmm. and they're recording, they're recording at these super high bit rates, which means like just mega high quality. Okay. And like it is... It's just as good as that recording is ever going to be. That recording, a certain amount of data. Okay. So there's a certain amount of information that, that it takes to keep that super high quality. Mm. They reduce that data or bitrate to make it easier to stream mm. over the internet or to make it to where it uses less bandwidth or it's easier on, on just kind of all the parties involved. Uh, when you're streaming just really high amounts of data mm-hmm. it's just more difficult and so mp3s are at least originally were a really low quality okay. recording compared to the original okay that was so like the original ipod mm-hmm. could have held 10 songs mm. if it was lossless wow or it could hold 500 songs that were just mp3s that had been compressed and tweaked and everything so Mm -hmm. it's a huge difference in data huge difference now tell me about what's the difference to the ear do Mm -hmm. you think most people can hear the difference between lossless and not lossless so if you're talking about the difference between lossless Mm -hmm. and uh the way that Apple used to compress MP3s mm-hmm. to get a bunch of them on your little iPod shuffle. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. You, you can hear You the could difference. hear that all day long. Now, once you get up more toward like CD quality, mm-hmm. which isn't lossless, but it's really good. The difference between CD quality and lossless, you'll be able to hear that more depending on how nice your amplifiers, speakers, headphones, okay, whatever are. So if you've got some really nice headphones, mm-hmm. you're going to be able to dial in. On those differences because you're going to be able to hear more of the highs and mm-hmm. more of the lows and there's going to be less just distortion mm-hmm. and everything. And you're going to be able to hear that. If you are listening through your earbuds that came with your iPhone, mm-hmm. probably not. Probably not. Yeah, okay. That, that difference is going to get lost. Mm-hmm. But between your crappy year 2000 MP3 and mm-hmm. your lossless streaming off of Tidal or, or something like that. Definitely. A big difference. Huge, huge difference. Do you think that this environment, the lossless environment, will continue to grow? Do you see that taking over the market or being a component of it? Well, the bandwidth we were talking about earlier on how hard it is to take data and get it from one place to another, Mm -hmm. streaming it or whatever, and and storage has gotten cheap. Interesting. Like super cheap. Mm -hmm. So we're once upon a time... Your iPod was 128 megs mm-hmm. or whatever, and now there are 128 gigs. Okay. Which I apologize to some of you out there in yeah. podcast land, but it's thousands of times bigger. Wow. Um, the difference is in the amount of data, and it's and it's the same price, or it's cheaper now. Isn't that amazing? And so, whereas before you could have held ten lossless songs, mm-hmm. you can now hold thousands. Of lossless songs, or you can just stream them and you don't have to worry about storage at all. Mm -hmm. Um, So as a lot of those barriers Mm -hmm. come down, I think absolutely. Okay. I think that people, they're going to be educated Mm -hmm. by these different services. And as something like a title becomes more popular because people care more about it Mm -hmm. than Spotify and Apple Music, they'll just keep kind of turning up their 
quality yeah. until it all matches. And I, I imagine it won't be too long before everybody's putting out really high quality mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. music. Now, Apple Music and Spotify, they're already doing CD quality. I mean, it, it sounds great. Interesting. It really, but this is uh, for people, if you've got a super high-end two-channel mm-hmm. audio system, like mm-hmm. you've got a Macintosh setup or something like that, having the title with your lossless is going to make a difference. You know, that reminds me, we have Macintosh here mm-hmm. at the office. And one evening, JD and I were up here listening to music and I've listened to Madonna's Vogue song mm-hmm. one million times in sure. my life. You know, that that's one of those songs that you just listen to over and over and over. I grew up on that song and it was so fascinating to me to sit and listen to that song mm-hmm. because there were pieces, a part of that song, really the, the instrumental kind of in the background that I have never heard before. Right. So, you know, for me, it was radio and then CD quality. Mm-hmm. And now I just, you know, stream all of my audio through an app. And it was fascinating to hear that song in a different way. Right. So it reminded me actually of how THX became a thing where mm-hmm. George Lucas, you know, created Star Wars and then went to the theater and it, looked and sound nothing like what he wanted. So creating THX was his standard so that now it looks and sounds the way it's created in the studio. So I imagine the artists today that are producing music feel the same way. Mm -hmm. You know, they put their life into this music and then it streams on an app and you cannot hear it the way it's designed. So I am excited about more lossless Mm -hmm. apps to come out. Yeah, I know music started being produced Mm-hmm. to sound better on mp3s on mp3s yeah music where most of everything was within a particular kind of frequency range mm-hmm. and everything where things wouldn't be lost mm-hmm. and uh, now with the hi-fi mm-hmm. options that are available we're going to be able to get back to just real music i know yeah. right after we got our first macintosh set up um it's got all the dials mm-hmm. on the front of the amplifiers and if you played a, a relatively new song the dials would be really consistent. They wouldn't mm-hmm. bounce around at all. And that's because there was just like this really steady stream of audio coming across and, because okay. that's what sounded the best mm-hmm. out of your Apple earbuds. Mm-hmm. But if you put, I remember the first one that we did was Slow Ride yes. from Fog Hat. We turn around all of a sudden, all the dials started bouncing <laughs> around going and crazy. going crazy. And there was all these just nuances and these tiny details in the music that just you'd never heard before. Yeah. And uh, it just, it was really, it was a special thing. Kind of an eye-opener, really, the difference in quality, seeing it between vinyl compared to Mm -hmm. streaming audio. And, you know, they both have their advantages. And I I think what we're seeing in the marketplace is that that's, that gap is slowly condensing. Mm -hmm. So hopefully soon, you know, your kiddos and (laughs) all the young whippersnappers now. Yeah, those kids. (laughs) Uh, so i would really like to know from our listeners what are the streaming services that you like yeah what are you guys using maybe there is maybe you like you know it's funny because there are so many yeah like if you go through just like on sonos where Mm -hmm. you can add different services and Mm. you scroll through the list of of what's available for you to sign in yeah there's just so many and that's just the ones that work with sonos like there's just there's a ton of services out there and some of them kind of come and go Mm -hmm. some of them don't make i know we have a guy here in our office and he used i think it was rdo rdo yeah exclusively Uh loved it 
Yeah. And then it just went away. Oh. Um, and I mean, that that's going to happen because it's kind of an emerging mm-hmm. market and I'm sure it's super cutthroat. And, Absolutely. And just trying to find a way to, you know, to make it profitable. Yes. Um, when you're competing against behemoths like Spotify and Apple. Yeah. Um, huge. So if you do listen to some specific one and you're like, oh, you know what? I super love this style of music and yeah. I have found that this service is great for that. Tell us about um, it. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. And uh, maybe we can follow back around on an, another episode and, mm-hmm. and just chat about it a little bit. I think that would be fun. As always, uh, you can check in with us on Facebook and Twitter. Absolutely. Jen, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. This is enlightening. Everybody out there, I hope you have a wonderful week. Yeah. To stay connected with Onyx Test Bench, please follow us on Facebook at Onyx Theaters. 